How much of what you see online is actually real? I'm not talking about the current state of manipulated media, or as many call it, fake news. I'm talking about personal interactions like tweets, forum threads, comments, reviews, heck, even private messages. Just take a wild guess. According to a recent report, nearly half of all internet actions are made not by humans, but by bots. In just a moment, I'll explain how these obscure bots are responsible for the lion's share of censorship and propaganda. And I'll expose the shadow organizations that control them. But first, let me tell you a story about Jorge, a little-known Israeli man. Remember the Cambridge Analytica scandal? Cambridge Analytica was a consulting firm that collected hundreds of millions of Facebook users' highly personal information and then used that information to run micro-targeted political ads at scale. Cambridge Analytica's campaigns were so effective that they defined most of the last decade's political events, including the Brexit referendum, the 2013 and 2017 Kenyan presidential elections, the 2014 Indian general election, the 2016 Colombian peace agreement referendum, the 2012 and the 2014 U.S. congressional elections, the 2018 Mexican presidential election, and the 2018 Brazilian general election, and many more pivotal political events. Many details about this operation have been exposed since it came to light, but one crucial piece of the puzzle was still missing. As it later turned out, Cambridge Analytica didn't just collect and sell data. It also used an obscure Israeli operative called Team Jorge to help its clients dig up dirt on their political opponents. Who were those secret agents? After an undercover investigation, a consortium of journalists found out Jorge was an Israeli man named Tal Hanan who happens to run one of the dirtiest global disinformation machines. For example, a few years ago, Team Jorge carried out a cyber attack against Indonesia's election committee and, for political reasons, blamed it on China. Meanwhile, the operative battled in Venezuelan election the Catalan independence referendum, and a number of smear campaigns involving high-profile officials from Mexico to Iran. In all, it has been reported that they interfered in 33 elections worldwide, 27 of which were successfully swayed in favor of their clients, at least according to Hanan's own words during secretly recorded conversations. How did a few covert agents manage to pull that off? Keep in mind, Team Jorge is a private underground operative that has no links or funding from the Israeli government. First, they had an army of journalists on their payroll who could quickly spread their narratives. But by far the biggest weapon was what Hanan calls Advanced Impact Media Solution, otherwise known as AIMS. It's an AI program that impersonates 30,000 plus profiles across Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and other platforms. These profiles automatically create and spread contextual information based on keywords, they tweet, comment, leave reviews, and otherwise engage in a human-like manner at scale. They even hack into private messaging apps and impersonate people. Let me remind you one more time, that's just a few hackers out of Israel. Imagine what can be done when this kind of guerrilla information warfare is combined with state-level resources. Well, you don't have to imagine. If you think troll armies fighting a guerrilla information warfare are only a thing of criminal operatives, you're in for revelation. Even globalist organizations admit to using them to influence public opinion. For example, in the heat of the pandemic, the United Nations recruited 100,000 plus of what they called digital first responders 
to push pro-vaccine narratives across social media. That's not speculation. The UN itself let it slip during the 2020 World Economic Forum. So far, we've recruited 110,000 information volunteers, and we equip these information volunteers with the kind of knowledge about how misinformation spreads and asks them to serve as kind of digital first responders in those spaces where misinformation travels, said Melissa Fleming, head of global communications for the United Nations. These information warriors aren't just screening the web. They are infiltrating online discussions via YouTube comments and Twitter threads to community forums. Then, they organically engage in discourses pushing the establishment narrative. But, apparently, human trolls aren't effective enough. Following the example of Team Jorge, the WEF has called for utilizing AI to censor non-conforming narratives before they catch on. Here's an excerpt from the WeForum itself. By bringing human-curated, multi-language, off-platform intelligence into learning sets, AI will then be able to detect nuanced, novel online abuses at scale before they reach mainstream platforms. Supplementing this smarter automated detection with human expertise to review edge cases and identify false positives and negatives, and then feeding those findings back into training sets will allow us to create AI with human intelligence baked in. This more intelligent AI gets more sophisticated with each moderation decision, eventually allowing near-perfect detection at scale. Please go to our website, equidia.com, E-Q-U-E-D-I-A.com, to get a picture of what this would look like. If they have the resources to recruit 110,000 plus trolls and train an AI that can detect propagating narratives across the entire internet, just imagine how many of their bots have already infiltrated online communities. No wonder WEF founder Klaus Schwab said, whoever masters AI will become the master of the world. Capitol Hill is enlisting these information warriors too. Director of National Intelligence, Avril Haines, recently unveiled a new agency called the Foreign Malign Influence Center, FMIC. It's a revamped version of the Disinformation Governance Board, which was shut down last year due to public backlash. The apparent motive for forming FMIC is to counter foreign propaganda specifically. But many fear foreign influence is just an excuse to push the establishment's narratives. In fact, according to law, the FMIC isn't just mandated to fight foreign misinformation around elections, but is also in charge of overseeing the public opinion within the United States. That's right, and let me repeat that. The public opinion within the United States. There are few details about this newly formed agency and how it would function, for probably obvious reasons. But one thing is as clear as day. It sits at the heart of the U.S. national intelligence, thus effectively tapping into unlimited resources. And most important, it can keep its operations from the public. Having such discretion, we have no doubt that they'll use every tool at their disposal, including Ames-type guerrilla tactics, to push their narratives across the internet. To make matters worse, Lawmakers are now tossing around laws to further marginalize opinions that don't fit into the establishment's mold. Take Senate Bill 686, otherwise known as the Restrict Act. The bill, often referred to as the TikTok ban bill, was motivated by the rise of CCP-controlled TikTok and its power to influence public opinion through content recommendation algorithms. We covered this in detail in a previous letter. But in reality, this bill has little to do with TikTok and more with dampening free speech domestically. That's because it gives regulators the power to shut down any U.S.-based website. And guess what? If you don't comply, 
you could face a penalty of up to $1 million and 20 years in prison. So the next time you see barrages of brainwashed people on Twitter blurting out gibberish, don't be surprised. It could very well be World Economic Forum bots. With agencies like FMIC and disinformation laws potentially carrying jail time in the near future, public opinion will be exclusively narrated by globalist elites. Seek the truth and be prepared.